Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hustle Honeys podcast. It is your girl, Chelsea motherfucking Tans, back at it again, just spitting some hot mother effing fuego. That's what it is, you guys. Same old, same old as per usual. Don't expect anything less. Um, I just spent the last week in the Yukon visiting my friend Tira, and honestly, you guys, it was... It was eye-opening to me because I find, honestly, every single day, every single week, every single thing I go through is a life lesson, Um, and I had so much fun being able to see her in her natural habitat. (laughs) Can you call human environments? Anyways, that's what I'm going to call it. Um, Being up there in the cold with her, um, and it really honestly just like forced me to be present because... I obviously don't, I don't really take time off. Like I just work wherever I am. That's just how my life goes. That's like the blessing and the curse of working from home. You don't get vacation, but you can go wherever you want. So it's like, (laughs) it's a win-win kind of. So I was there. I obviously didn't have any, any less work um, to do because I was there. So I know that I oftentimes get super caught up in work. That's just the season of life that I am in right now. My biggest focus is my business. Um, but being there, I had to have a sit down with my coach and she like really opened my eyes to kind of almost like my demeanor of me being there because there was like this like internal battle that I felt that I was like, I need to make sure that I'm working. I need to make sure I'm getting everything done. And if anybody knows like what I do or they're close enough to know the extent of how much I work and how much I do on a daily basis, you'll know that the work never ends. So realistically, you guys, I could sit at my computer. I could honestly, someone could put me at my computer for eight years (laughs) and doing nothing else and I probably still wouldn't even be done my work so it was important for me to go there and like realize that like I can step away from my computer and nothing's going to nothing's going to crash and fall away and die I can step away from my computer and my business is still okay at the end of the day um and also just knowing that like it's safe to be present while I'm there because I had a really hard time like I was like thinking about work when I was with her and then when I was at work I was thinking about her so it was like it's I feel like this is a very common thing with like most people is like our we have the split brain where we can't be fully present and intentional with the tasks in front of us and something that I try to pride myself a lot on is being a present human being so like despite anything that's going on in my life whatever I am doing whoever I am with I want to be there like mentally, physically, I am where my feet are. And in that moment, I am with whatever that thing is. And like something that like really stands out to me too is like, I don't think people truly understand what it means to be present with someone um, and to be present with the things that they're doing. And for an example, like if you're having a conversation with someone 
and you are, say you're conversing with them, but in the back of your mind, you're thinking about what you're going to have for lunch. Like people can feel that energy. People can feel that you're not fully present with them. And like, for me, like a way of showing love is truly being present with people so that I can like look them in the eyes and I'm like truly listening to every single word that they're saying. I'm able to like look deep in their eyes and understand where they're at to be able to be like, I see you. Like I understand you. I'm here for you. And I truly think that's what it means. Like it doesn't mean much to have a conversation conversation if someone's half-ass in it and we all know that feeling when you're having a conversation with someone and they're like they're off in a different planet you're like all right I am just gonna go fuck myself like you're not paying attention to me it feels like shit so when I'm in conversation like I really aim to be the person that like when you have a conversation with me you feel heard you feel seen because I'm present with you. When I am having a conversation with someone, I want you to be my main focus of attention. Because if I'm sitting there thinking about what I'm going to have for lunch, like not only can I not focus on either thing, like you guys multitasking and thinking about two things at once, it does not, it does not work. Does not work. You half-ass it. Because it would take you two minutes to step away by on your own, and be intentional with, okay, what do I want to eat for lunch? Figure it out. Bingo, bango, boom. Done. And then go to your conversation. Like, you cannot do these two things at once. So I think really being able to be truly present with whatever the task at hand is, whether it is your work, whether it's ordering lunch, whether it's your conversations, is like, it's a practice skill. It really is. Like, I don't think anything that you know, most humans are trying to work on or ever things that we're just born with, but it's really, really cool. And it's, it's honestly fun to be able to work towards like becoming a better communicator, a better friend, a better person in general. So that was something I really, 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 really was focusing on, um, was just being like fully intentional, um, while I was there. And like, also like I had to audit my intentions. I had to sit down and think like, okay, what was my intentions for coming to the Yukon? Because unless it was to work 14 hour days, I need to let go of the guilt that I have for not being on my computer for 14 hour days. And so I sat there and I was like, what is my intention to be present with my friend and to experience the life that she lives, to be able to see, you know, what is around me. This was the first time I've ever been to the Yukon. Um, and I feel like it's something that I should be able to like be present with and experience and, and actually get like a hold of. And I'm not going to be able to do that if my face is constantly stuffed in my laptop. Granted, I did have like my full workload while I was there. It was actually a really busy week for me, which just like did not line up well, but she was amazing about it nonetheless. Um, so I think that kind of just like brings me into like how you do one thing is how you do everything. And obviously being present within your relationships is something that I value a lot. I value a lot when people do it for me. I also value it a lot when I'm able to show up in the same space for other people as well. But looking at also like if you are half-assing and you're multitasking during your conversations, I would challenge you and I would be curious at what your headspace looks like when you're trying to intentionally focus on a task that is like work, that is maybe a school assignment, that is, you know, maybe anything else is like, are you giving deliberate attention and focus to this one single thing to accomplish it? Or are you thinking about 18 other things while you're trying to accomplish this task? Because that very thing in itself is going to give you how successful you're going to be. If you're constantly thinking about eight things, you're not going to be able to give your focus to that one thing, therefore not making you as successful. Because honestly, practicing this is such 
a it's such a huge monumental skill in the span of success because being able to be intentional with something means being able to like really excel. You like give yourself the space to elevate and to grow with whatever you're focusing on. If I'm fully focused on work, then with the tasks that I'm doing, I'm not just carrying through the task mindlessly. I give myself the ability to adapt new ideas, to experience it differently, to be able to come up with maybe new ways of making this thing better. And if I'm not focused on it in that way, I cut myself off from that opportunity the same way that you guys would with a school assignment. If you guys are thinking about 18 other things while you're doing a school assignment, well, no shit, your marks aren't very good because you're not fully focused. You're not giving yourself the space or the room to adapt and evolve within that assignment. And like, maybe this is a deep way of thinking about things, but this is truly how my brain thinks because I'm like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. If I want to be a present human being, this doesn't just mean in my relationships. It doesn't just mean in my work. It's a like multifaceted concept that I'm applying to every area of my life. And to go off of this, I think when it comes to this as well is like, these are all muscles that you build. Like every single habit is a muscle that you build. Something that I tell my girls in my coaching community, I'm like, no one, no one on their fitness journey just like picked up a dumbbell and was like, yep, this is my personality for the rest of my life and I'm perfect at this and I like count my macros now and I'm just like jacked. Nobody started that way. So giving yourself that grace of understanding that the whole beauty of life is learning these habits and like the experience in which you're able to go through them and something that is talked about in the book that I'm reading and I'm going to say it so no one comes and asks me. It's called Ask and It Is Given. Ask and It Is Given by Esther and um, Esther and Jerry Hicks. And this concept is the fact that I think a lot of people think a good life means not having any kind of like contrast. They think it means good, 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 good all the time. When in fact, a good life truly means having that contrast. Because if you do not have the duality of the good and the bad, you will never understand what you want because you haven't experienced what you don't want. Does that make sense? Is this clear? Are you following? If you do not have the things you do not want, you will not understand what you do want and vice versa. If you don't have something, you won't know what it's like to have it. You need to know what it's like on the other side to appreciate what you want with the opposite. So I think about this every time something unfavorable happens to me. I'm like, well, at least I know what I do want <laughs> because what I don't want is this. And, like, I think, like, taking into consideration this way, like, what about your guys' first boyfriend in the entire world? Could you guys imagine if the first boyfriend you ever dated or girlfriend, if you are a man watching this or listening to this, the first person you ever had any kind of crush dating encounter with? Now, this was probably in, like, elementary school and it was, like, probably considered quote-unquote dating and all you did was, like, hold hands at recess, whatever it looked like for you. Imagine if that person, the very first person, was who you spent the rest of your life with. <laughs> you guys, I would die. I don't even want to think about it. I would die. I would straight up, I would die. There's no other option. I would straight up fucking die. There's not enough relationship therapists in the world that could help us and make that work. There's absolutely no way. But... 
I had to go through that to understand what I did want. And same with the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. I would not have majority of the morals and goals that I do today if it wasn't for the majority of the shit relationships I've been through. Like, now I can look at, like, things and be like, easily, this is a deal breaker, this is a deal breaker, this is a deal breaker because of X, Y, and Z. And it's taught me things about myself, not only, like, what I want in relationships, but, like, who do I want to be? What kind of person do I want to show up as? Also, what kind of person am I showing up as if I am attracting those kind of, like-minded individuals? So, it really puts into, like, perspective that, like, when you're going through this contrast, it truly shows you what you want. Like, this is such a fucking blessing. You guys don't understand this. When there is contrast, you have to take it for what it is and be like, wow, if I did not have this, I would not know what I want. Because you could be stuck with your fucking first grade boyfriend, or you could have gone through all of that heartbreak to find, you know, the person of your dreams. And that often is what happens because you set up these standards that, oh, I've gone through all of these experiences. This is now what my expectations are. These are now my standards. This is what I'm going to go by. And again, this is not just in relationships. This is life in itself. Like the more experiences you go through, the more you're able to grow into understanding what your preferences are, to grow into like what truly matters for you. Do you guys want to know how many times... I've had to like, the same thing with my lifestyle. I've fucking party, 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 blackout, blackout, blackout. Okay, well, you know, alcohol wasn't the greatest for me. So why don't I just try getting fucking high out of my mind? You guys, I'd have like edibles every single night for like a couple months straight. This was, this isn't really something that I've talked about, but I did do this. Um, I would get off work at 1am and I would have an edible or I'd smoke weed, whatever I could get my hands on realistically and I would stay up until like fucking five or six in the morning and then I would sleep until like 1 p.m and then I would start work at six and I would do it all over again and it was like such a fucking bad cycle my shifts at work did not help me with this because I was working 6 p.m to 1 a.m and it was like the war I, I never again never again my, my schedule is so different now but if I didn't go through the partying and the drinking and the staying up late and the feeling like shit and the blah, 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 then I would not understand how important it is for me to now be on the other side of my life, really, really, really focusing and being consistent with my health and fitness. And again, like something I want to also like talk about is the fact that I do not do what I do because... Like, yes, it's fitness. I'm going into bodybuilding, blah, 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 blah. Yes, sure. But for the average person listening that's not wanting to get into competition prep and wear a sparkly bikini on stage, I get it. I completely understand. This isn't just for that, though. Like, this is a lifestyle. The reason I am the way that I am is because I've woken up countless nights and countless fucking mornings throwing up, hating my life, feeling like shit, countless anxiety. I'm sweating. I'm smelly. I just fucking ate like shit. Like, honestly, thinking about it gives me the, the shivers a little bit. Because I know the contrast of what I don't want. I know it so hard that it outweighs me ever wanting to party. Halloween just happened. And I honestly forgot. <laughs> like, I forgot about it. And I'm not going to say that anyone's bad for going out whatsoever. Because, like, I think 
like how people choose to live their life is not on me but I am here to show that there is a higher way there's a different way and honestly a lot of the time that I talk about the fact that I don't really go out and drink and I don't really party anymore especially considering how people used to know me a lot of people come to me and they're like thank you for this like I feel the pressure a lot of the time and I feel the FOMO and you know I felt all of those feelings too so I do think it's important to talk about it the fact that like I did not even consider for a fucking second first of all I was like I ain't spending money on a costume like I could invest that and make better money off of it than wearing something subpar maybe slutty getting cold bruised maybe and waking up feeling like an asshole I was like I could think of much better ways to spend my time but that was just it is like I didn't even consider that because like when it comes down to like me drinking I'm like it just literally is not worth it to me like it is not worth it because I understand what it is what it makes me feel like what I get out of it versus the opposite what would I get out of going to bed early reading a book, going to the gym, having a good reset day, setting myself up for the week and actually like feeling good about myself. And and that's just it is like, I would not understand how much I love my life now if it wasn't for me experiencing the exact opposite years, 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 years before. And like, that was the most important thing for me to, I think, realize is like every single time you go through contrast in your life, it is a blessing. It is. Every single thing is giving you what you need in order to build your preferences to have your dream life. So have that kind of perspective thrown at you. What's that? Another thing in terms of actually having your dream life, it's contributed by like your ability to like push yourself, which obviously this goes to say, I'm sure we could find 8 million Motiversity videos on this very thing. But I want you to like really deliberately consider like where you're at in your life and like audit yourself. I think if anything, like I want this podcast to be something that you can really like internally reflect on for yourself and like put yourself in a space like first of all, coming from being present. Yes. Second of all, where are you at in your life? What contrast are you facing? How is that bleeding into what you do want? And how can you focus more on what you do want instead of what you hate about your current circumstance? And third, I want you to consider... How do you push yourself when it really matters? Because like I said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you do not have the ability to push yourself those two more reps, to keep yourself somewhere uncomfortable for those two extra minutes, you will not be able to be as successful as you want to have your dream life. And it's so funny because when I talk about these principles, people roll their eyes. People get annoyed. Like regular, this is what I say, regular people. That's what I call people that aren't on my wavelength yet. Normal people. Because I sound like a crazy person when I talk about all of this woo-woo life, change your life stuff. But it's because it's fucking true. It works. I came from the same place as everybody else listening to this. I have come from the same place. Partying every weekend, hating my life, working 9 to 5. I literally didn't have any independent thought. I was just like, whatever the fucking crew wants, I'm going to do. Whatever Kylie Jenner tweeted about, I was thinking about. Like, That's just how I was. The people around me dictated every part of my life. (sighs) And it wasn't until I, I faced enough contrast that I was like, this is not what I fucking want. 
And I had to get really clear about that. It fucking hurt. It sucked. I was like, what the hell? Like, the guy I was with for four years, the friends I've had for seven, the job I've had for this. I don't want any of it. No, I don't. So, sayonara, said Chelsea, up and left. But (laughs) basically, what I'm saying is you have to be willing to push yourself. Again, your habits that are going to change your life are not already intrinsically built. They're something that you need to build up over time by practicing them. I did not get like this just like coming out of my mom's womb. Hey, let's be this like (laughs) super extreme bodybuilder girl that just like likes to torture herself for fun. What? No, I did not come out of the womb like that. I came out of the womb, honestly, if I used to describe myself, I if someone was like, hey, describe yourself to me, and this was me like five, six years ago, I would be like, I'm lazy, I'm not smart, I don't achieve anything, I do the bare minimum, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, like, honestly, you fucking name it. And honestly, still sometimes I'm like, am I a lazy person? Because like, we don't want to do these things. We don't want to push ourselves that extra two minutes. We don't want to do these things and we have natural resistance to it and it's normal and you're human and that's allowed and it's okay. It's not a bad thing. But what you need to understand is that just because you don't want to do it, just because you have that resistance, it doesn't mean don't do it. Like, this is the biggest thing I can tell you. If you have resistance to something that you know is right for you, that you know is good, that you know will help you, it's about pushing yourself to do it anyways. And that's probably, like, the best life advice I can give to anyone because it's the moments where I want to tap out on the Stairmaster at 8 minutes and I'm supposed to be going for 10 and I do 12, that counts the most. It's the fucking 8 p.m. hits and I'm looking at the dishes in the sink and I'm like, I do not want to do those, but I do them anyways before bed. Those are the moments that have changed my life because you're not going to change your life with a huge breakthrough. There's not going to be someone that comes and saves you. There's not going to be this one quote. There isn't going to be this one book. There isn't going to be anything that comes and just gives you this unlock to the life that you want to live. And like, all of a sudden you're this person that has their life together. No, It's going to come with the tiny micro shifts that you make on a daily basis just by deciding that you want better, just deciding that you want to do better, just deciding that you just want better in life. You've experienced enough of the contrast to know what you don't want. So now it's time for you to get clear on what you do and actually go after it. So that is my TED Talk, you guys. I hope that you enjoyed listening. I enjoyed just chatting with you guys. It is like early in the a.m. and my brain was just like firing on all creative cylinders this morning. So I was happy to get this out. But I super appreciate every single person that listens to this podcast. If you fucking message me and you're like, that resonated. I love this part. I honestly love your face so much. I wish I could kiss you on the forehead and hug you. Um, but if this resonated with you, you guys share it to people, share it on your socials. Let's make a fucking impact. I am here to try to change lives, to try and say one thing that might cause a tiny micro shift within your little world so that you can start living a life you actually want to be there for. So if you liked this podcast, please leave a review five stars only. Just kidding. Half kidding. And you know where to find me at or on Instagram at Chelsea Tansy. That is where you can find me. Boom.